Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's hear from Georgia in Ohio, who is six years old, who left us this voicemail last night. I read your book, and then the favorite part was um, your dog saving um, Pearl in the book. It was so much fun. Your dog, Stanley, looked very, like, um, crazy in the pictures. <laughs> it was so funny. Thank you. Bye. I, I believe she felt it. Yeah. That's she's good. still laughing. Yeah, so my kid's book, it's been out a week now. And the, the book cycle's weird because it's Tuesday. It's like day one of week two. And so I didn't get to do a lot of book press last week because I was sick. And I'm not going to do it this week. So uh, if you'd like to buy it, please do. I think on Amazon they're doing two for, wait, three for the price of two. 50, I don't know. So that ship has sailed? You can't do like press something. anymore for that? You can, but what happens is the book company goes, you do it week one, like a movie, try to get a big week, mm. and then you're able to go, wow, I don't know if it's going to be a bestseller or not, but I wasn't able to do what I normally do, which is like, I was going to go do uh, Good Morning America. I was going to go do some, and say, hey, buy it. And so if I, I'll, I'll say this and I'll wrap it. And who knows, I could, if it's a lot, bought a lot, the second week it could be a bestseller. If this book ends up being a bestseller as a kid's book, me doing no press, I just owe it all to the B team and not any sort of press at all. And if that happens, I'll never do press again. Mm. Screw it. I mean, <laughs> don't need it. Why would I do press? <laughs> we got our own little group here. Uh, but I'm very proud of the book. And that's it. Yeah, it's good. And we're still almost done sending out all the autographs for inside the book. And that's been a process, but we're there. 
Uh, I do want to go over and talk to Brad. In, by the way, the book is called, if you go to Amazon, Stanley the Dog, First Day at School. And it's mostly about being true to yourself regardless of what others are saying and how they're acting about you. You may look different and feel different, but it's about your true value. So it's called Stanley the Dog, First Day at School. Uh, Brad in Virginia, what's up, buddy? Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. I just need words of encouragement, some advice. Um, I'm terrified of flying. I really, I'm not in control. I just need a little words of encouragement and advice how to get through it tomorrow as I travel to go pick up my wife. You got it. I'm going to give it to you because I'm going to speak to you as you because I, Brad, am also terrified of flying. Like, I hate it. I talk about it on the show a lot. I hate I don't understand how you get something metal and that, that heavy up there and it just stays up there. Right? I don't understand the science. I understand the scientists are smarter. I don't know how radio works either, but I trust it. I don't know how anything works. Uh, here, here you go, Brad. So you're going to do it, so we're going to eliminate the fact that you're so scared you may not do it. You're doing it. You're just going to white-knuckle it and go. Now, if you just look at data, which is the only real truth in our world with science is numbers, there are more accidents that happen on the road with cars because there are more idiots driving cars than there are airplanes. So think about that first of all. Do you feel safe, Brad, if you're just driving to work on a Wednesday or like a Tuesday? Today? Do you feel safe just driving to work? Yes or oh, no? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, I'm in control of myself. I mean, I drive for a living. But you're not, you know this, and I'll talk to you as somebody who got my, not as good as you, but I got a CDL for a show. I had to do all the tests. You're in control of you, but you're not in control. Somebody easily could nail you. You have not, you don't have control. You have control of you, part of the equation, but you don't have control of, of life. Somebody easily, if you're in your car, could pop you game over. True or false? You're very true. Okay, so, thank you. That being said, just looking at numbers... Way more accidents with cars than airplanes, even if you go per day, per any. So the plane's not going to crash. If The car's going to crash way before the plane. If you feel safe in a car, you should feel safe in a plane. Secondly, Amy's husband was a pilot in the Air Force. Still is a pilot, but was a pilot in the Air Force. And I sat with him and I said, I need you to talk me through this because I'm going to be scared to fly. He said, okay, here's what turbulence is. It is basically, and I'm going to paraphrase and I'm probably going to be a little wrong. When, turbulence more in the daytime because what happens is the sun goes down, heat hits the ground, heat comes back up, creates little bumps. He goes, you don't crash from that. It's 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 air coming up, you're hitting it. Yep, it's uncomfortable, but it's just like driving down the road and going over a bump. Yeah, pothole. Well, yeah, not like, even a pothole. Uh, a speed bump. Yeah, not even that. Oh, <laughs> like pebbles in the road really? because a pothole could actually flatten a tire. He's, I said that, like Good a pothole. Point. And he goes, no, you idiot. <laughs> like you just did to me. It's not even a pothole. <laughs> so when you feel turbulence, the pilots are going basically, oh, I just ran over a hat that fell out of the back of somebody's car. Okay. You aren't going to crash. Look at the news. Do you ever see plane crashes on Southwest? Maybe once every couple of years, and mostly they don't die. It's like we had to land. and You hardly ever. Yeah. Is there a Sully incident that makes the news? Yes. Did they die? No, and that was a disaster. Occasionally, one in 10 million, you win the lottery before you get in a plane crash. All that to be said, I'm scared too. But I have to just clutter my mind with all these things to make me 20% less scared so I don't leave water in the seat when I walk out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're gonna do it. It's gonna be uh, terrifying. You're gonna be better because of it. You're gonna be no less scared once you're done, but you're gonna do it. You're going to be fine. You love your wife. The end. Show's over. Go home. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, You're going to be fine. It's awesome. And think about that. Back in, I don't know, 100 years ago, before the Wright brothers, we had to walk. 
Yeah. You get on a horse. On a horse, yeah. That took, sucks. It took years to probably get somewhere. Even go. You probably got, you ran into some buffalo and got eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brad, you got this, buddy. Go have it. You're not going to love it. That's, hey, that's showbiz, baby. All right? Yeah, that's right, baby. All right, baby. <laughs> I really appreciate it. All right, see you, man. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, baby. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My four-year-old plays in a local t-ball league where the coaches volunteer. There's been some concern that the coach has been intoxicated during games. At this last game, she came 20 minutes after it started, smelling of alcohol, and was kind of rude to the kids who questioned her. If you remember, they're four- and five-year-olds. They have no filter. Her cup and breath clearly smelled of alcohol. She then left her cup on the bench, which is within access of any of the kids. She was more clumsy. She was more short with all the players through the game. I understand she's a volunteer. I'm not above anyone having a drink at the fields, but when you're the coach, it's a little different. I'm also concerned for her child that she would be driving home after the game. I don't know if it'd be appropriate to talk to the rec center or just let it be. Any advice would be appreciated. Signed, mom of a little leaguer. First thing I want to say, I'm surprised as a woman. This is like yeah. a dumb dude decision. I, I've just felt, I guess, unfairly it was a dude doing this. Um, okay, so here we are. Uh, not, not a funny situation, obviously. You don't let it be, first of all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with that. Now we're going to talk about how you cannot let it be. But you can't let it be because if you let it be and something bad does happen, and there's a whole myriad of things that could happen, uh, that's that you're going to feel terribly guilty. Now what is going to have to happen is going to be awkward for somebody. It is not a, a comfortable situation to have to address this with anyone regardless of softball life, period. My advice would be if this is something that is known amongst other parents of the team, you're going to have to talk with them and nominate someone to have that conversation. Who's best equipped to have that conversation? It could be rec center, sure. It could be rec center, but if there's no relationship at all and if somebody runs a sports complex, that's only going to be disciplinary action going, hey, we saw you alcohol in your cup. You can't come here anymore. That's all that's going to be. So you can do that. Or you can have a, a nominated party approach be like, hey, coach, talk to you after the game. It's going to be awkward. It could end up confrontational. So the person that is best equipped and calm enough to do it and say, hey, uh, I'm just kind of worried about you, la, 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 communicate in a manner that is effective, and then see where it goes. Either she's not drinking games anymore, she doesn't come to games anymore, She, but something has to happen because you can't let this just happen. So it's finding the person who you feel could communicate best with her about the situation. You could also be wrong, and there's no alcohol in the drink, and she doesn't smell like alcohol. You could. There's, oh, out, well, there's an outside yeah. chance of that. You need to know, though. So don't just go all willy-nilly and go like, Coach, let me talk to you. and get a, get a responsible group of parents that you trust, nominate someone, respectfully have that conversation. That's my opinion as someone who's dealt with similar situations in life. Not about ball, but about just drinking in places you shouldn't be drinking and sometimes not knowing you're drinking when you shouldn't be at all. Uh, Amy, your thoughts? Yeah, I would say just look at this first and foremost, the safety of those children and her child. And that's, it is going to be uncomfortable, but sometimes there's discomfort in communication and that you just have to, this is too important for you to ignore and let it be. Well, any growth hurts. If yeah. you're 12 and you're growing physically and your body's growing, that hurts. You're like, oh, wake up. He's like, any growth hurts. Any growth uh, to be better hurts. If mm -hmm. you're learning a new skill, it sucks. It hurts because you, 
it, it, there's a struggle of failing. So yeah. look at this as growth. It's going to be painful and awkward, but somebody's got to do it. And if nobody does it and something bad happens, you are not going to be happy with yourself. And I wouldn't use, to me, I hear a little bit of denial and then like, I get it. You know, I, coaching Little League, have a drink. Actually, no. That's no, right. that's not what she said. She said at the ballpark. At the people ball- drink oh, at, at the, the park. But yes. she's the coach, though. No, no, no. I know. She's saying she's not against people having a drink at the, at the right. right. Watching the game. Watching yes. the game. But yes. she's arriving as a coach. Yes, so, the- yeah. I Yeah. I'm just like, we don't, I don't want to. It's it's uncomfortable, but it has to be done. Like it sounds necessary to me. And I don't I don't I don't think this is about Eddie, right? Too well, no. one, I was gonna say one time I was uh, mowing the lawn and I had a beer and it was right before my kids' game and I went and one of the dads called in and they're like, hey, we need you to coach third base and I'm like, oh, they're gonna all smell me like I just had a beer and so <laughs> no one said anything so I think I'm all right. You're good? It's not about me. All right, there you go. All right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. So as a reminder, we had a, a segment last week and Eddie and Scuba Steve were in Memphis. They went to watch the Elvis movie. And while they were there, they go to a bar and they see a guy playing Gavin DeGraw, I Don't Wanna Be. This song right here from Gavin DeGraw. There's a guy just covering this song in a bar. And they think, since Gavin's been on the show once, and they happen to have his number for professional reasons, they needed to text him a video at 1 in the morning. It was a good version, though. This guy was really good. Right, I hear you. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And so we talk about how that's kind of awkward. You're not friends with them. No, we don't really know him. It's like getting his number off a medical form and then being like, oh, I have his number. Let me send him a little something. And to be clear, it was Scuba's idea. He said, should I text him? I said, yes, absolutely. I say, Gavin's a nice guy. He's probably not going to be mad, but that's inappropriate. You can't do that. You can't go down to Broadway here in Nashville and be like, hey, Garth, here's Friends in Low Places. Here, this is Sally doing it. Man, you guys railed us for doing Not this. railed. Uh, ma- mildly reamed. Okay, yeah. reamed. So uh, Gavin came out at my show. I brought him out on Saturday night as a surprise. And so he's backstage ready to surprise the crowd inside of my comedy and, and inspirational show. And you asked him about this. Yeah, we was backstage. So I said, hey, Gavin, can I ask you a question? You know how we texted you with of that version of that guy singing your song? Like, was that inappropriate to you? He's like, what are you talking about? No, it was cool. He didn't say, what are you talking about? He, go, he said, quote, I will tell you what he said. He goes, dude, I really enjoyed that. Like, I like the reminder of like, that's cool. People are still playing my music. To me, it's very flattering. And then he ended with just this. just being nice to you. Go ahead. Hey, he ended with, next time you see someone else playing that, dude, text away. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you think he wants on. you sending a cover come song on. from every barbecue Scuba. joint in America? Scuba, we're good, dude. All right, cool. You do realize he was, he's a nice guy and he was just being, what do you think he's going to say? Dude, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I would expect him to be like, ah, oh, man, I, yeah, it was a little weird or whatever, but he didn't say that. He said, dude, I, it was, I was very flattered by that. But he also could have just stopped it. I was flattered and it was cool. He didn't have to add on. Correct. Send it to me next time. That's why I think that he's just being super nice. And it's like, yeah, man, who wants to see? Yeah, I think it would be a different answer if Bobby asked him as opposed to the person that sent the text. Okay, Bobby, let's say that we're somewhere and I see someone covering Raging Idiots Boom. or someone else That does. has happened before and I wanted it, because, but I'm not, I'm not famous. Gavin DeGraw's song is so massive, 10,000 people are covering it every night. And you're okay. friends with Bobby, Amy. Okay, not me, bad example, but anybody. Like, bad say, example all the way around. Yes. Yeah, all the way around. <laughs> you, you, the rule is, if, you're not, if you haven't texted with them on a personal basis before in a friendly way, don't text them. If it, period. Okay. If you get their number from the show. Okay. We should be like, who, punishment one day should be like, if you do you mess up or do something, you have to text someone from your phone. 
No, they do that anyway. That's a punishment. That's fun for yeah, them. That, hey, you know what else he said? It was so embarrassing. He said, did you send that to me? I said, no, scuba day. He's like, well, let me give you my number so you can text me next time. Okay. Oh, this story- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The story is being exact. And then he said, hey, come over tonight and we'll no, have dinner. No, he never said that. <laughs> uh, he, Gavin DeGraw is so good. This song, Ford, you know, he did this whole album about his, you know, and the story is his parents died. He had a lot of death and he wanted to finish his album before his dad died. His dad was diagnosed with cancer. And- he got to play it for his dad right before he died. He'd been working on it. And his dad listened to it, and uh, his dad died very soon after that. And the the first track on it's called uh, you know uh, the river, and it's about his dad finally going to meet his mom because his mom passed away earlier. Super emotional. But he has a song called Ford. That's like what you should appreciate in life. I mean, there is not a more country song, the meaning, the message, than this song right here. Hey, play the hook of that song for me, Ray. Just Count blessings and praise the Lord. Have let's make it feel like more. He work at the front door. Work hard and you get paid. It's Don't such a good song, you know, for us in this room, for us to listen to the show. This is it's a great message for, for our kind of people. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Lady A has a new song out today called Summer State of Mind. Here's a clip. You put the ravens over my eyes. You put the blue back up in my sky. On the beach of the breeze, may you put me in that summer state of mind. Doesn't matter if it's in below, like a magic trip, but the switch off my Pierce sold some of her clothes to fans during CMA Fest. With the sale, she raised more than $10,000 for the Music Health Alliance. Faith Hill shared on The Kelly Clarkson Show that before acting in 1883, she swore she would not act again. I yeah. did Stepford Wives and um, with an amazing cast. Amazing cast. Yeah. Amazing cast. It wasn't the best experience, so I said, oh. I will never, ever, ever, ever do yeah. another. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Helen Davis from Boulder, Colorado is celebrating her 99th birthday, and I guess she's in bucket list mode. So to cross off an item on her bucket list, she went gliding on a plane. It was a glider a glider plane. I guess this thing doesn't have an engine. It's small, Pass. and it just glides Next across story. the sky. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so crazy. she did it, and here's audio of her talking about how much she loved it. I don't know what I expected, but I loved every minute of it. Yeah, I, when, when airplanes are like, hey, we can put it in glide mode if the engine goes out. <laughs> like, how do you glide if you're 5,000 pounds? How do you glide a rock? Oh. Uh, get, get 98 years old and still wanting to do stuff. 99 bones. It's oh, almost 100. If I'm 99, I hope I just want to get out of bed and go to the bathroom and not just go to the bathroom <laughs> in the bed. So that's awesome. Good story. What's her name again, Eddie? Her name is Helen Davis. Helen. Happy birthday, Helen. Keep rocking. Happy birthday. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks. For everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was, 
And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. I wonder what's up with this woman. She is searching for her 12th husband. She's given up on, uh, hasn't given up on love through 11 marriages. She's addicted to 
marriage. Or oh my God. Addicted to marriage. Might as well face it. She's addicted to love. Marriage. That's 12. I mean, she's been married 11 times. Gosh. That is what. Uh, Monette Diaz, 52, an interior designer based in Utah, is on this show called Addicted to Marriage, which followed her relationship. Uh, that Could you as a judge just go like, I don't want, I'm not marrying, I'm not signing this. You've been married 11 times. Do you ever like tap out? Is, I mean, uh, is that a thing? Can you get married 100 times? I have no idea. I wonder. That So she's been married 11 times. That's crazy. Uh, that's from the New York Post. But that TLC man, that channel puts on... It's like they walk around going, all right, biggest weirdo in the room, raise your hand. <laughs> hey, all, all things. It's crazy. They have the wildest shows yeah, on their Yeah, they have channel. a, isn't that the one with My Strange Addiction? Yeah, they used to have the Siamese, the girls that were attached exactly. to it. I mean, that was a great show. It's people like him they want. Oh, yeah, my yeah, that's goodness. The demo. It was so fascinating. Is there anything you do or you're addicted to that you... Uh, stories like this on the air. Just can't can't get enough of them. There's a guy who's asked his ex-girlfriend to pay $9,000 in dating expenses after a breakup. 9000 That's a funny Venmo request. Yeah. It's <laughs> you get a little red dot on your phone. Wait, what's this? 9000 what is this for? Our whole dating relationship together? Hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, but he chose to spend it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's nuts. They should yeah. do a TLC show on him. Mm-hmm. Right, as we're looking, <laughs> looking for crazies. But I just think that's hilarious. A man has asked his ex-girlfriend to pay $9,000 in dating expenses after a breakup. Uh, it's good money if you can get it. Good work if you can get it, I guess. <laughs> uh, so there's that. And then I didn't want to bring up... Uh, two things here. Lunchbox thinks I'm being scammed instead of Amy being scammed. Yes. He thinks that. So I'm, I'm willing to hear this because we do bring up Amy's issues. So I saw a post on the B-Team page about a woman. I think it was a woman. She said she was at your show this past weekend and she got an autographed poster. And then afterwards, she went to the Luke Bryan's bar and they wouldn't let her bring the poster in the bar. And so they were going to hold the poster for her and someone stole it. And I'm like... A, she's just scamming Bobby because she wants a free autographed poster. She didn't pay any money for a poster, and she didn't get anything autographed, and she saw other people doing it and was like, man, I wish that was me. So she makes up the story because what bar won't let you carry in a poster? Oh, his big flashing signs is no posters allowed. Oh, I mean, yeah, I didn't see that. that That's makes, his big rule. Yeah. I mean, you go shopping somewhere, guess what? And you go into a bar, you can bring your bags into a bar. You can't. They don't tell you you can't bring a poster, but you can bring T-shirts. Okay, and then also, no offense, Bobby, but who wants to steal a Bobby Bones autograph poster? Mm-hmm. Nobody. You're being scammed. <laughs> well, that's offensive. Anytime anybody says no offense to me, I'm always hurt right after that. <laughs> yes, so she is scamming you by doing this, and then you send her one, and then everybody else is going to see that and be like, well, I don't have to buy the poster. I'll just say I had one and it got stolen. Okay, let me re- rewind. Yes, I please. did a couple shows this weekend. We would do what they call hatch prints. It's like the name of the show, the date, what it is. I did two shows. One They're very them, cute. Like, it's like a June 18th. Comedically inspirational by bones. And she stayed after the show and I happily signed it. There's a picture of her with it. She posted a picture like, this is me getting the poster signed. That's why I believed her. Oh. And then I think somebody probably just threw it away. It wasn't so much stolen, but she doesn't have it anymore. It takes me no time and eight seconds to get another poster, hatch print, sign it, and send it to her. Even if she is scamming me, if she cares enough to want a hatch print signed by me, I'm happy to send her one. And then all of a sudden you're going to get a bunch of requests. Oh, I was at the show and my hatch print, oh, it got stolen. It got lost by the airline. Well, oh. the first scam is only the one that works. We know that. You, you don't get scammed. So if other people are trying to get me, I won't allow those. Sometimes. I'm not like Amy. Yeah, she's been scammed nine <laughs> times. Um, so I don't think that's – if I am being scammed because someone wants me to sign something, that's the greatest scam ever. They did say they wanted my social security number on the back for some reason. What? So I'll write really? that on there, too, when I send it back. <laughs> oh, to okay. Uh, by the way, big news. Raymundo's song, Vacation Part 2, is now out. Now, Ray, do you have Vacation Part 1? Because what I'd like to do is talk to our audience. A year or so ago, 
Ray comes out with this song. How long ago? I would say three years, 2019. Man, pandemic is, I don't even remember those wow. years. Wow. So Ray has this song called Vacation. It's Eric Dodd with Raymundo. His wife, we call her Bay. And so it's called Vacation. And here's a clip. Are you down for a bay, 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 vacation? And so that's Eric Dodd singing. And then Ray does a rap part. Is that coming up? Probably not. Maybe right here. Okay, here we go. From Instagram, imagine these noodles are a catamaran and just flow, go with the flow. They call me Bob the Bones and Ray Mundo. Hey, man, hey, 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 I forgot what a jam that Ooh, was, man. That's so good. That's a good one. We should put that back in the dance party at some yeah. point. Uh, so, you guys did Vacation Part 2. Correct. The, the wild success of this song. <laughs> People were demanding a follow up, obviously. How long have you been working on this? Uh, we did it like three months ago, and I mean, it was one day, and then it Took a lot of times going to the studio. One time my voice was messed up, so I had to do retakes and stuff because I have a rap part yeah, that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it took me. They to did retakes because of your voice? Wait, wait, yeah, so no, you I've, wasted three months on a song? No, it takes like you to write it, get, oh. produce it, get in the studio. His voice messed up. Yeah. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, I felt bad. I kept having to do real redos. Yeah, I don't think it was your voice. I think no, it's probably your They just said they were like, you're, it, they're not feeling it. It really wasn't a good part yeah, of the that's song. That's not your voice. They're not oh. feeling it. Yeah. But, 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 but I like it. We made it, it perfect. Okay. So this is vac- it's just called Vacation Part 2? Yeah. Wow. And so who who's this featuring? So this is me, Dodd, and then we got Abby. Uh, phone screener Abby. Let's what? go. That's awesome. What? Okay. What Abby <laughs> Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is it Abby Lee Anderson? Oh, Abby Lee. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Abby Lee Anderson's her oh, stage name. Oh, my goodness. So Vacation Part 2, Eric Dodd featuring Susan Raimundo or Raimundo? Uh, it is featuring Raimundo. And... Abby Lee Anderson. Okay. Oh we gonna, can we play this from the beginning? Yeah. We'll just play uh, verse, uh, chorus, and then do you, your rap part, is it in this part? Yeah, it's sprinkled in there. Oh, no. It's sprinkled rap? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just one. It's one rap, and then that's it. Here is Vacation Part 2. Eric Dodd, Raymundo, and Abby Lee Anderson. It's Vacation Part 2, baby!
Dang, I didn't even know if it was going to make the air or not. Yeah, That's pretty cool. It's pretty good. <laughs> Is it vacation part two or some, 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 some summer? summer? I know. I thought the same thing. Right. I don't ever hear the word. I can't wait for it's vacation part two. Right. Just right. in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. Well, whatever. Who cares? It's a good song. Thank you. Uh, but you say it at the beginning, right? You're like, it's vacation part two. Just so people know if they're part yeah, of the not, trilogy. It's not in the song at all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, is there a third? I mean, it can go on forever. This is me now married because I was just boyfriend, girlfriend in part one. Part two is me. It's hubby Sizen. So never know. The third one, maybe daddy Sizen. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Fast, uh, fast forward to your rap part. Let me know when you get that up. I want to hear that all again. Right. Because I was listening to Ray, and I was like, you know what? I mean, listen, he's not going to go sign with uh, Def Jam. But for him, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very Hickory Dickory Doc. <laughs> but that's good. So it's a good little song. You got it ready? Yep. Here's Ray's uh, hip-hop part, rap part again. Go ahead. Hey, hey, yo, hubby sizzin' here. You're so Gucci, you sizzle. Like fireworks shooting right out of Charlotte Daniels' old fiddle. Like sunny side up, Hickory bacon on my mid grit so far, yeah, such a dime. Make a Broadway boy want to whistle. That's good, dude. I like it. Right. I'm, like, I'm proud of you. That's good. Did Thank he you. write that one? Grit, the, grit, the rap? Griddle. Yeah, I think I did the Grit, 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 Griddle. Uh, Eric did the Charlie Daniels old fiddle. Maybe it was a tribute to old time players, but. Or Charlie Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. went out of Georgia. Yeah, actually, the literal guy who died this time. <laughs> Abby, by the way, nice job, Abby. Yeah, Come on. That's how we some, 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 some. Yeah, you nailed it. Come on. How you feel about it, Abby? I love it. It sounds so good. I love his part. Yeah. That's my favorite. He loves yours. So you're even. <laughs> yeah. That was so fun. Good job, guys. Vacation part two. It's out there. Ray, you can stream it now? Yeah. Everywhere. How much money did you make off vacation part one, do you think? Honestly, I think it was around, I said that bit, we said 500, and then, I mean, they keep trickling in, so maybe I made like seven, 800. Really? Yeah. Mailbox money. Lunch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Keeps coming in. It's, yeah. Uh, Lunchbox, what do you think of the song? Uh, you should have stopped with Vacation One. This one is not as catchy. It was just like, okay. Like, it's slower. It, it's slower. It doesn't feel like a summary song. Like It was just like taking forever. It was a long song. Like, How long was it, Ray? Uh, 2.30. 2 Very short. That's, that's, a, that's yeah. a super no, no, short if, song. No, no, no. Vacation doesn't feel long. Mm. That felt long. Mm. And, <laughs> I mean, there's so much auto-tune on that song. That it's just like, oh my gosh, guys! Like, really? Like, you can't you can't even concentrate on the words and the fun. You don't feel the vibe. All you hear is the auto tune. You're telling me you can't fun or vibe because it's so auto tune. So, that like, was so, so auto tune. Like, every song, even if you don't need auto tune, people use auto tune now. But not as much as that. You could put anybody. Okay, now you're just a hater. You've no. gone into full hater mode. No, just don't even give him the mic to hate on. Like them you could have said, it's any. I didn't. I didn't say anything about Abby. Would you like to? You brought it up. Yes, thank you. Auto tune. You just brought up auto tune. <laughs> You're oh, so, so you're telling ahead, me, so you're going to admit that Abby is so auto-tuned, no. you wouldn't even know it's her if no. you just played the song. That's not oh what my. I said. Go ahead, Lunchbox. Say what you want to say. That's what I'm saying. All right, he said it. She, right, is so auto, she is so auto-tuned. If you didn't tell me that was her, you would just be like, oh, that's just anybody. Uh -oh. You can't. You want someone to know your voice? You don't know that's Abby's voice. That's a fake voice. No, it's not. That was I Abby singing that's Abby. No, you didn't hear the nasally because they took it out. Oh, my God. All right, anyway, Ray, Abby, great job. I really yeah. like it. Hey, hit Vacation 1 again. Hater. Um, no, don't yeah, hit Vacation 1 again. Yeah, that's a lot better. Again. All right. <laughs> I remember when Vacation 1 came out, Lunchbox hated it, too. Yeah. Now he's found it as his, <laughs> his savior. No, I said it's a lot better than that one. <laughs> like, don't have a trilogy, because if it's just going worse and worse. Sort of like It's sort of like The Fast and the Furious. It started out strong, <laughs> and it just kept going. It was like, good God, is this ever going to end? But people love Fast and Furious. Yeah, it makes Make a lot, a lot of money. money. <laughs>
Bobby Bone Show. It was a drug shipment that went to a supermarket by mistake, and they're like, oh, you get a bunch of packages probably at a supermarket. They got this huge like crate of stuff, and they open it. It's $83 million worth of drugs. Oh, my God. Like, whoever addressed that through the wrong place probably in trouble. Yeah. yeah. That's probably not Stamps.com's fault. I'll be honest with you. Honestly, <laughs> they might not even be alive right now. Yeah, $83 million. Oh. It was like hidden in crates of bananas, what and it was the... sent to the... Just wild. Well, what if you're just like the stock person? Like, I used to stock at Hobby Lobby, and we get stuff, and you open it up. All right, uh, what? You're like, oh, my. You're like, <laughs> you're looking around. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I saw that. That came from Newsweek. The next story I want to talk about I saw is that the nicest celebrity ever who gets very, very angry in public, and I want to play it for you, and you tell me if it's justified or if it's uh, a little over the top. Unwarranted. The nicest celebrity ever. Not that nice. We'll play that for you coming up next. Tom Hanks in the news again. Uh, we're talking about how people saw him and he wasn't looking great, like like weak or old. But Morgan saw him out in the wild and said he looked fine. Yeah, he looked great. So here's a video of Tom Hanks yelling at someone to back the blank off. Uh-oh. Which he's like the nicest guy ever and you wouldn't think this would happen. The question is, is it justified or is he overreacting? Here's Tom Hanks with Rita Wilson, his wife. They're being mobbed by fans. One of the fans bumps into Rita, almost trips her. And this is Tom freaking out. Here we go. How you doing? Yeah, long time, Be careful, Tom. Tom. Watch out, move, move, move. Let me say this. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. I can't get it. And people are like, Tom Hanks, evil Tom is a mer. No, that's his wife, man. Yeah. If you get to do that, it's if it's your wife or your kid. Like, you get to act like that toward anybody if anybody is threatening, possibly threatening accidentally threatening your wife or your kid. Play just that clip. Now I'm into it now. It's me my ringtone. <laughs> you call me, you hear this right here. Back the oh. off. What are y'all doing? It's weird to hear him angry, though, mm-hmm. and not in a role. Yeah. But I like that because now Tom Hanks seems like a little, he's like 3D, more human, more elements to him instead of just the super kind, nice guy. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that at all. Play it one more time, Ray. Back the he got serious. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, it's like he came out of with his wife. It's. I'd like to hear Garth. It's like people you yeah. wouldn't expect to hear that, but you would appreciate it if they did because they're so nice. You hear Garth go, "Shut the up." That'd be awesome. <laughs> ah, that's great. Or Keith Urban would be like, "Get the out my way," or whatever yeah. his accent is. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Like super nice people gone bad. Wow. Or yeah. Or protective? I like bad, though. It's, okay. a, it's, it's a better clickbait. <laughs> better clickbait headline. Anyone have a problem with that at all? No. I think he overreacted because if you watch the clip, Rita Wilson is walking ahead, and the guy's trying to get Tom to sign a hat, and Rita stops walking. So the guy is looking at Tom, and he just bumps into her back, and he acts like he was violently shoving Rita. I think Tom overreacts. It is his wife, and it's a guy wanting an autograph. And she stopped you, in you, front of him. But she has the right to stop wherever she wants. She has a, she, she walking, talking. I, I again, if you're gonna harass Tom Hanks for an autograph at a point when he's not really d- probably doing autographs, you got to be really careful. Put your head on the swivel. You don't run into somebody, especially his wife. I bet he didn't sign it, did he? Or he's no. like he's like this. Back them up. <laughs> hey, let me see your hat, buddy. Yeah, what's your name? <laughs> he does it anyway. <laughs> it up right take a there. selfie. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys. Call us if you want. 877-77 Bobby. That number. It, there's also a voicemail line. You can leave a voicemail at any time if you don't get to us. You can leave it right then, and we'll get to it. This is Cynthia, who left us a voicemail. She's from Alabama. My daughter and I just got home 
to Montgomery after going up to Nashville to see Bobby's show on Saturday. Woo woo! Cannot say enough about it. It was so amazing. It was so good. So motivational and inspirational at the same time. Um, we went for my daughter's 17th birthday and she absolutely loved it. It was great for her to hear messages about failures and opportunities, knowing that she's going to be going off to college in a year. So again, amazing. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we're going to do some more shows soon. I don't know when. We haven't we don't have the theater, but as soon as we do, I'll tell you. And I'm super pumped to get that back on the stage again. Uh, here is another voicemail. This is a Fun Fact Friday where listeners will call and give us theirs. So I'm going to play this one now. I know it's Tuesday. But call and leave these for us because we'll play them all on a Friday together in like a package. So here's a, a early Fun Fact Friday. Go ahead. Here's Fun Fact for Fun Fact Friday. Um, if you eat a pineapple, it actually eats you as well until it hits your stomach acid. Did what? you know that? No. I don't get it. If you eat a pineapple, it eats the things. There's acid in your stomach. It like, eats some of the bad stuff. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. oh. It has something called enzyme bromelian. I'm probably not saying that right, but it breaks down <laughs> proteins and is an excellent meat tenderizer. It's also what makes your mouth tingle, burn, and maybe even bleed. It does. It's because of this. It's When it bleeds and stuff in your mouth, it's trying to break down the proteins there. Oh, so it's eating you back. Amazing. Wow. too much. Mm-hmm. I've wondered. I ate too much pineapple once, and I was like, oh, my mouth is hurts. It was eating me. Mm-hmm. Huh. There you go. Bromlin, I think. Sure. We'll give that a, we'll give that I a run. I don't know. I'm probably wrong, too. We'll give that a run. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Dyson, you know, the vacuum company, they released its 2022 global dust study. And that pretty was much... boring study that I would never <laughs> click into. If that was a headline on Twitter, I would, I would even look twice at it. Global dust study. Click, nope, scroll. Well, right. the headline is, for the article, the repulsive reason pets shouldn't sleep in our beds. <laughs> So that would make you click. It's been done a few times, but what are they saying? Okay, well, I feel like Dyson, they're the experts. And good news, our our homes are cleaner than ever, which is awesome. However, our pets are not. And the dust and stuff that lives on them, like viruses and microscopic dust mite from feces, well, that's all over our pets and they're climbing in our beds. My band in college, microscopic dust mites from feces. (laughs) We were a bit darker than the raging idiots. What a great name. Yeah, it's awesome. So, Well, here's the situation with pets and why we feel like they're so clean because we're always told a pet's tongue is cleaner so we just assume everything on a pet is clean it's like a, oh well if a pet's uh, lick is cleaner than a human's well I guess their butt must be clean too mm. we just feel like it's all clean it's not it's like if we were rolling around outside in the grass and dirt all day we were at the pet store the other day because my kids wanted to get a ferret we're not by the way but oh my I, God. we're not oh, they're amazing though they're fish so die? Gross. no fish is alive <laughs> good question fish <laughs> is alive plus two snails in the tank everyone's thriving so we go, and I'm like, let's just go look at the ferret, and you can hold the ferret, and maybe that will, you know, fill whatever need they have for the moment. And they hold it, and the ferret is so stinky. And then I, I asked the guy, I'm like, can we bathe? If we were to get a ferret, would we be able to bathe it? He goes, that actually makes ferrets stink more. You just have to let them be. And I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Let no them way. be. A <laughs> beetle song? Like, if it stinks, you clean it. <laughs> what kind of animal stinks worse after you clean it? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Also, don't get that animal. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's yeah. Back to the Dyson story. They say that we need to be vacuuming our mattresses. Yeah, of course, they sell vacuums. And here's ah. why the story goes. Because that will help yeah. with all Vacuum the situations. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We've concluded that. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of years ago, there was a video of a three-month-old baby saying, I love you. Three month old? Can they do that? Yes, that they no, like back- generally three months no, old. No, okay. no, it's not no. common, right? That's why it was a big deal. Like the three month old did it, but records—they're made to be broken. And I've got a clip of a two month old baby saying "I love you" two different times in the same clip. I love you. 
I struggle sometimes when I say something and then the lunchbox repeating it back to me. And that kid can do that. That was impressive. Like ambulance. Ambulance. See? That, and that, but that baby can do it. Just like that. That's awesome. So, that, that kid must have some sort of advanced, because he doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't understand language, but can hear gatuta and go gatuta. That's amazing. That's, that's wild. Impressive, for sure. So we had Brett Eldridge on the show, and it's it's something he's been vocal about, his mental health and staying off of social media. But he said the discipline has been so good for him. Like, he doesn't want to wake up in the morning. The first thing he thinks about is what TikTok trend he needs to be a part of. He goes, that's not really the life I want to go after. And he, he says that a lot of artists are feeling this right now. And he'll still engage a little bit on socials, but he's not going to let it run his life. And I feel like that's something that we could all benefit from hearing from time to time. And he's not just blowing smoke. No. Uh, Brett's one of my best friends. We don't talk about that a lot here, but I can text him and I don't hear back from him for three days. So either he's playing the whole thing out and just using it and it's a, I'll be like, hey dude, where are you? Tuesday. (laughs) Wow. Wednesday. Well, Thursday. And- <laughs> hey, man, it's watching TV. What are you doing? I'm like, wow, you've really checked out, buddy. He said that a way he's been able to help create these boundaries is he literally locks himself out of his phone so he can't look at it True at story. certain times. Not his uh, call phone, but he can't. He has an app that keeps him locked out of apps after a certain time. Really? And then if he needs to get into it, he has like somebody be like, hey. Can-. Like he, if there's an he emergency. Puts, he yeah. disciplines himself. Knowing he's not going to be good at disciplining himself, but he disciplines himself by letting other people discipline him. Interesting. Sounds dirty, but not that way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Nico's Mexican restaurant in Salt Lake City has been serving Mexican food for about a decade, but it's a small family-run business pandemic hit. And there's no customers. Ghost town. And, you know, the son's like, man, I can't let my dad go out of business. So he got on TikTok, did a little story, showed his dad in the morning how excited he was to serve the customers, showed him cooking food for the customers, and said, please, guys, come save my dad's business. And now hundreds of people are coming through that door every single day. I mean, there can be a lot of Mexican food places in Salt Lake City, right? (laughs) I wouldn't. I mean, just thinking about, (laughs) so we need the ones that are good and doing, they need them in the same business. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because I can't, it's like, listen, I know you can make any kind of food anywhere, but if I'm in um, Iowa, I don't know I'm searching for sushi. Right. Yeah, probably not. landlocked. If if I'm in Salt Lake City, I don't know that I'm trying to find the best taqueria. But (laughs) if there's a good one, we really need to embrace it. And that's a good story. I like it. Anything else, Lunchbox? Six million views on TikTok and people, thousands of comments. And I mean, business is booming. Love to hear it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. 
Join the doctors, the researchers. Heck, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Jumped out of my skin this morning. Picture it. I'm walking through my house. We got a big like back deck and it's uh, the doors in the back are all glassed out to the back deck and it's darkish you know it's, you can't really, but I get up and the, the light is still on and I see something moving and those foxes that were in my yard two of them sitting on the back porch chilling <laughs> drinking beers what they are getting so comfortable what? big red foxes oh my and I walk and Eller who is 
half hound. So I'm sprinting over like she, right to the door. And it's almost like pointing. Like we had bird dogs growing up and a bird dog will point. Uh, quail, it'll just point. And it'll stay pointing so you know where the bird is down in, you know, the grass or the wheat. And so that's, so you know you have your gun ready and the dog is pointing and you know they're about to fly from there. It was a weird, she was almost pointing at the foxes. And the foxes were like, <laughs> they're so comfortable. I couldn't believe they were, they were, it was like in prison when you're at the glass with somebody and they're just so close, but you can't touch them, but you're that close. The foxes and I were basically on a phone with a cord going, hey, so how's your time in the pen? <laughs> it was wild. So and, what, is that good, bad? I don't, it's same, weird. Like, I, don't, I don't want them to eat your dogs or threaten your family, but also it's kind of cute. Uh, they are pretty cute. Honestly, one of them had a dead animal in their mouth though, so that one was less <laughs> cute. Some small dead animal. See, Dude, they were the grilling. Now, here's well, the thing. No, they had, we found where they live because there's a couple spots and there's all these like little dead pieces of animals. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So they're getting closer and closer to the house. So you're next. They could be in the house <laughs> by tomorrow. But it it was weird because they were just hanging. They are not scared. I really feel like the foxes, that's your white ghost dog that you see. Well, we did bring uh, some fox trappers and they spent three days. We had to pay them every day to trap. Tra- and oh, they human were, trackers. Yeah, trappers. trappers. Yeah, not trackers. Yeah, yeah. Trappers. human trappers. And so they were like, yeah, we got nothing. Oh. I was like, what do you mean you got nothing? They're like, do you want to pay another 500 bucks for the next three? No, I don't. You can't get, I'm not paying you more to do, like, yeah. we've, we've tried to put them at every hole, nothing. <laughs> these, these foxes are like Bugs Bunny, just like laughing at you, like, ah, two and I don't care it. They give me one of those bomb, <laughs> circle bombs with a fuse on it. Here, man, have Crazy. this. They're enjoying your patio. It is, it's, it's bizarre. It's the first time they've ever been that close. Wow. And so, and there were two of them, there are more. But at night, I, I don't know if you can Google what a fox sounds like, um, but they're, I hear, <laughs> And where, oh. where it messes with Eller. Wow. Where she's going, what's going on? But there, it's such a high screech. And growing up, we, we didn't hear foxes. We had foxes everywhere. We didn't hear them. We grew up in the country, but you didn't hear foxes. But apparently they just moved in, made it their own. They're chilling, <laughs> living life. So we got a fox situation. I told Caitlin, this, I texted her a little bit. I said, the foxes were on the back porch. They're just, because we built, we have a little couch out there now, a little TV and stuff. <laughs> I, said, I said, even though we can't use it all the time, they're living it up. You might as well just turn the TV on and leave it on overnight. I did get a picture, though, in a video, if I didn't show you guys, of the, one of the foxes hanging in the backyard on the other side of the Eller's gate, like pen in the backyard. And the fox, again, was 20 feet from her, chilling, just looking at her like, <laughs> like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's what we're dealing with now. But the fox noise is a weird thing, if that's what that is. It may be the animals getting murdered in my backyard. Oh, also yeah. Screaming. <laughs> it's I true. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why was music coming from the office printer? Why was music coming from the office printer? The paper was jamming. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. <laughs> So we're doing the list, my top five 90s country music videos. Yesterday at number five from 1992, Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee. We talked about 92 as a year and the skiing in the video, the water skiing, and it's just the ultimate. So that's number five. I'm going to move on to number four today. When it comes to 90s country, it has to be a great song. It has to be a great artist, and it has to be a video that you remember. Those are all my criteria here. And I remember this is the first thing I ever saw where I thought maybe line dancing in a bar is for cool people. Hmm. That's what I thought. And I never really thought much about it. I would see on PBS, they would do the line dancing show where people would show up to that bar and they'd be like slapping 
sides of their foot. And, and there was always that one person who did a little extra. And I always envied that person because he knew the dance and the extra moves. Like he'd do a couple extra grinds. Like it'd be like, heel, kick, turn, turn. He'd do heel, kick, grind, grind, turn, turn. <laughs> I was like, dang, I want to be that guy when I grow up. But not really something I saw me doing until this song right here. So in this song, uh, obviously it's, we're going to teach you how to dance. In the video, this guy like goes to a bar to unwind and it's like, oh, hey, get a little dance. And he starts doing the dance. So Boosco and Boogie becomes this big dance that everybody knows how to do. I was still too young to actually do it in a bar, uh, although I would do it in my living room. Uh, 31 years ago, 1991, Boot Scootin' Boogie by Brooks and Dunn comes out. Also, fun fact, not very fun for me, I thought I knew every word of this song. I actually sang this with Brooks and Dunn and sang it wrong because I thought it said, here we go, do si do It doesn't. It says, Heel to toe, dosi, right? Heel yeah, heel to toe. To toe. Oh. oh, to toe? I don't do that. I should change that lyric heel now. Is that possible? Can we change the lyric? Heel toe, dosi. Yeah, play it again, Ray. Let's listen slowly. Heel toe. Heel toe. Yeah. I passionately, with them on a microphone, here we go, dosi do. You know, that was loud. And the whole so that's part of the dance. You put your heel down, then toe. Yeah, no yeah. idea. I, yeah, I did no. the here we go part of the dance. I'd, yeah. I'd be like, here we go. <laughs> throw my arms out. <laughs> So, Brooks and Dunn, 1991, this song comes out, a massive song for them. It wasn't their first number one, it was actually their fourth, but it was really the one that made them more of a mainstream band, because you got to remember, too, in the 90s, that's when country music got pretty mainstream. Garth Brooks, obviously, Reba, Brooks and Dunn, Billy Ray Cyrus, when Achy Break Your Heart was a big, you know, pop song, absolutely, Shania, so... That's this, and I remember seeing it on, on CMT. I have some other facts about 1991. In 91, when I was 11, WWW was launched. That's the World Wide Web. Wow. Morgan, you were born what year? 93. You weren't, Dang, you were born and the internet existed. <laughs> Isn't that's, that weird? That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the average life expectancy in the U.S. then was 75.3. I think today it's like 50, right? Are we down some? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. today it's 78 and a half. Well, and this year, again, 1991, very important year because that's the year Mike D was born. Come on. Wow. Here's how I'd rank them. Here's how I'd rank them. Boot Scootin' Boogie and then Mike D being born in that order. Nice. But still, you're number two. That's good, Mike. <laughs> An interview with Luke Combs on Friday. His record comes out Friday. And so everybody's doing interviews with him now about his record coming out. And Billboard asked him, hey, who's your Mount Rushmore of artists? Like, who, who you like? Who's your top four? I had asked him this question a couple years ago. He'd come over to the house, and we'd talk for like an hour or so. So I'm going to play you mine. This is from two years ago. I said, Luke Combs, give me your Mount Rushmore of your favorite artists. But I gave him five. I gave him the Mount Rushmore plus one. Here is his answer to me uh, from my house during the Bobbycast. Uh, probably Elton John Okay, El- he was El- where I would go first, for sure. Elton John, all right. Yeah. Uh, Billy Joel. Are you a piano player? I'm not. Oh, I did. Those are your first two? Yeah. They're so key-centric. There, there's just like, I just the songs are so great. I've always loved keys. I'm not smart enough to play piano, I don't think. I've tried. It would definitely be those guys, you know, Tom, Elton John, Tom Petty. Billy Joel, Tom Petty, nice. Tom Petty, for sure. Uh, Brooks and Dunn would be on there for me. It's only uh, one spot, so you have there's one. There's one spot left. That's one tough. Spot. That's tough. Man, it's hard for me to go against an Ed Sheeran at this at this stage. I just think the amount of work that he does, the size of the tours that he does, the quality of everything he puts out, and the volume is just pretty staggering. And there's not really anybody doing much like that. Pretty good list. That's from yeah. 2020 in that interview. 
And so they asked him this again like two days ago, which my point here is going to be that if you're an artist now, I just have this has now become such a cliche question. I got to stop asking it. I mean, I've been asking it for years, but you just need to have it like prepared, like what it's going to be. So they asked him. He didn't have all the same answers. He changed it up. Well, I don't think he changed it. I think, yeah. right, it's just, just you can still always got to be prepared now because people are going to fact check you. Uh, here is Luke Combs, and they ask him, hey, who's your Mount Rushmore of artists? For people that have that I feel like have influenced me personally, I'm trying to make it easier on myself. I would probably say Vince Gill would mm-hmm. be up there for me. Eric Church would be up there for me. Okay. Elton John would probably Ooh. be up there for me. There's a lot. Billy yeah. Joel would be in the oh, conversation man. Billy Joel. for me. So oh. he, he stayed the same uh, 50%. Wow. Yeah. Well, 40. I guess if he got a He bit. kicked Brooks and Dunn out. I know we need to have to talk about that. <laughs> that and, was Ed, and Ed Sheeran, his buddy, he's got to be like, oh, yeah, Luke Combs, what? You kicked me off the list. <laughs> so uh, Luke Combs being on Friday. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool. I do want to talk about Lunchbox. And you do not know that you met a country icon? Do you know who mm. we're talking about? And it wasn't in the studio. No. Think, think back. Uh, well, I mean, did you run into anyone anywhere? I mean, I met Randy Travis years ago. Yeah, I don't know, Eddie. How long ago was this? Uh, it was like a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Co- couple. Where? What part of town? Uh, just right down the road. Okay. At, a, at another uh, business, another building, right by right by the area. Okay, there's a, you're in a building apparently. By the, okay, I'm was in it a like building. anything music related? Anything yeah. work related? I'll say it's the CMAs, the okay. CMA building. CMA building. Yes. Who'd you meet at CMA building that was a country music icon? Uh, nobody. I saw some girl from the record label. Uh, her name was Megan, and then I saw some nurses. That was about it. Did he ever know it was a country music icon, Eddie, when you oh, were there? Oh, I never told him. I just watched him kind of go down like a plane falling, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to let it fall. Oh, so no. it, explain this scenario. Huh. So we're there waiting to get uh, tested for COVID because uh, CMA Fest was coming. So we're in line, and there are a bunch, there are like four people there in line, including that record label girl he's talking about. And there's a guy right behind him, and he says, How's it going, man? And he's like, And this is an icon. I know him. I see him. I'm I've like, worn a shirt in studio with his face on it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he says what to him? So uh, you work in the industry? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, sure do. You work for the CMAs? No, no. He was being very vague because the guy was like, didn't want to just, I don't know why Lunchbox felt like he needed to have a conversation with him, yeah, but yeah. he was doing small talk with this guy. Had no idea who he was. You small talking everybody? Do you remember that well, small talk? Yeah. I mean, we were just standing in line. And so it's just like awkward because you see each other, you're looking at each other and you're waiting for your turn to go up and get tested. So, you know, it's just like, hey, how's it going? Good. Oh, yeah. you work Can you for- picture the guy? Yeah. He's kind of an older guy. Yeah, that's I mean, right. Go ahead. Um, white hair. Uh, yeah. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think a little bit shorter than me. So maybe. I have uh, a couple things. I have I have an old retro shirt that I would wear with his face on it in studio. A massive fan. The couple I've met him three or four times. The first couple of times, I kind of geeked out, and I was like, as a kid, I spent so much time listening to you. And he was v- he's very kind. They've never... Well, He's never been in studio before, though. But he didn't really say, I mean, he didn't really, he wasn't very outgoing about what he does. And I don't know why an artist yeah. would have been there because I don't think artists had to go to that building. Mm. Yeah, okay. he's not an artist. I can play you a clip of the person. You can play oh, a clip. Not an yeah, I can play you a clip of the person. Okay. All right. I, have no, I mean, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> he still like, doesn't I'm so know. Confu- I was like, go ahead, oh, Ray, play the clip, please. 
Well, folks, welcome back to Crook and Chase. I'm Laurie Ann Crook. I'm mm. Charlie oh. Chase. Right, and our guest today is Trish. It's Charlie. <laughs> Oh. It was Charlie, Charlie Chase. Chase from Crook and Chase, who I listened to my whole life yes. growing up on the radio. Oh. You don't know? Don't know him. You didn't listen Lunchbox. to him? No. <laughs> you no. work in the industry, yeah. sir? You ever been on the radio? <laughs> I, you, I can get you on. Are you a roadie or something? <laughs> no, I mean, I just assumed he was doing something. You know, maybe you do Aldine sound? <laughs> thought maybe he was a stagehand for CMA or something. I don't oh, know who he was. Leg- oh. Legendary radio guy. A massive huh? national countdown. And Eddie said, oh, Lunchbox ran into tell Charlie and was like, what do you do, buddy? You work in the business? <laughs> After Lunchbox left, I said, hey, Charlie, how's it going? Good to see you, man. He's like, how you doing, man? Good Cole Swindell and I passed that shirt back and forth. We oh, that's, shirt. that's the shirt? It's and Chase on the shirt, yeah. <laughs> ah, well, he looks younger on that shirt. Well, he yeah, because probably in the 90s. Yeah. It's a yeah. Well, you look younger on the shirts we have, too, because they've been around for like 10 years. Yeah, well, hey, Charlie, it's nice meeting you, man. Is his name Charlie? Yeah. Charlie Chase? Mm-hmm. Or no, Charlie Crook. <laughs> right. Just stop. Now time for the most important segment of the day, your big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. So somebody kept hearing this old woman cry from a room, like her apartment. They're like, what's it? Like very faintly. So they call cops. They're like, hey, this lady lives here. We think we hear her yelling. Maybe she's yelling in pain. You guys come and check this out. So the cops show up. Doom, doom, doom. Nothing. Hello? Doom, doom, doom. Nothing. Okay, we got to kick the door down. Boom, they kick it down. And they find a parrot. Lady wasn't in there. Oh. It was a parrot. It was a parrot yelling like the lady. <laughs> How funny, huh? Oh my really God. Glad it wasn't the lady who yeah. the lady was hurt. And funny that it's a parrot. Was the parrot hurt? The parrot was not. Just That parrot's acting. chilling. Parrot's doing what parrot does. <laughs> it's just parroting. Yeah. That's from the New York Post. Uh, ben Stiller is in Poland assisting with Ukrainian refugees, which I thought was pretty cool. The guy's rich as could be. He doesn't need to do that. He could just go lay on a beach and chill. But Ben Stiller's teaming up with the UN High Commission for uh, work with the refugees and trying to help them uh, reunite with their families, get food, get support. That's from The Hollywood Reporter. Just think it's cool when somebody who doesn't have to does. And right. somebody who has, two, has $200 million. And he could live a life just doing what he's doing. So I thought that's pretty cool. Uh, Jack White went five days without food while writing his two latest albums. So here's a little Jack White for you. Turn that up there. Da, 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 da. This is the White Stripes. And Jack White said he went five days with no food while writing. He was inspired by a century-old book to see how the state of his body would affect his creative output. The experience added a new kind of energy to his latest records. That bass you hear on the records is his stomach. Growling. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, Jack White has some new instrument here. It's, it's like some, done something. Uh, I don't know. Weird, oh, cool. He's weird, though. Unhealthy. <laughs> whatever. I mean, he's. I get his theory. He's trying to do it in the name of art. At least that, that's okay. Or saving money. I can just tell the guy, you want to save money, HelloFresh. You know, use the promo code. I hope you drink water. You have to drink water, you yeah, die. He has, yeah, you'll die. No, water. five days the limit, three to five days. You'll, he'll, you'll be dead. Yeah, he'll be dead on that one. Oh. Uh, wine bottles, tampons, oh. hot sauce. Uh, okay. What do they have in common? I don't know. Uh, they're all in my pocket right now. Here you go. Wine no, bottles? they're all among items experiencing nationwide shortages. Oh, oh. A spokesperson for Tampax said, hey, there's a temporary situation happening. They are producing tampons 24-7 to meet demand, but not only tampons, again, hot sauce and wine. Or tampons, hot sauce, and wine. Uh, Saturday night for a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. 
Uh, that's from the New York Post. Uh, from the New York Post as well, a man takes a bundle of cash from a wide open ATM just sitting there. Oh. A man came up to an ATM. I was like, wait a second. Is this supposed to be open? Like the door's a little like, oh, swingy? No. He open. I would go, where are the cameras? Exactly. Like, yeah. not, not the security camera from the ATM. A TV where show. are the cameras watching me to see what I do? Yeah. Cops say the man. Grab two hundred thousand dollars in cash. Two hundred thousand. Are you? Damn. I'm surprised there's that much in there. That, that is incredible. Out of the man walked out of the bank, came back with a bag to hold all the cash. They've made no arrests. The bank employee supposedly accidentally left it open, like while. Oh. oh okay. The so guts of this guy. The dream come true. No. <laughs> No way. I mean, he sat there, he looked at it, and he contemplated, and <laughs> he was around. like, I need to go get a bag. Like, he left, got a bag, didn't alert anybody. <laughs> yeah, and, like, c- calm and collected. Yeah, it was like, crazy. Oh, he was like, I'll be back in one. Somebody go get me a little bag. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's nuts. And you're just not going to get away with that, though. Mm-mm. Why? Because ATMs have cameras. There are cameras everywhere around the bank. All the time. Everywhere, all the time. <laughs> and you can't, like, hide your face and go back, because then they think you're going to rob it. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like if the, if the doors, the... ATM door is open. The camera is facing the wrong direction. I figure it's like right oh, there. Oh, there are the cameras door. everywhere, though. Maybe you go and just move your head back and forth really fast the whole oh, time. Oh, it's blurry. Hoping it doesn't oh, quite catch yeah. it. You're just trying to blur it. <laughs> uh, from WTHR, the chicks cut their Indianapolis concert short. They say, we're so sorry we couldn't give you the show you deserve. They played for about 30 minutes and they quit playing. Apparently, Natalie's voice gave out. And they were like, guys, we'll come back. Hold on to your tickets. But... We got to stop. Oh, wow. So, uh, good for the chicks. That's a pretty noble thing. They could have just played through or had one of the other ones sing. And um, Listen, I like the chicks. I don't know why they've been jerks to me. I'm a big supporter. They'll never come on the show. They just ignore us. I walk up to the door and knock on the door. They won't answer. Nothing? Nothing. Um, but, yeah, it's, I like that. It's a cool move to go, we've played a little bit. We realize we shouldn't play anymore. I know you're frustrated, but we don't want to take your money. Because they probably honestly could have played like 20 more minutes and called it. On a contract, there's a minimal time requirement. Maybe it's 70. I don't know. Maybe it's 90. But if I'm doing a show, like a stand-up show or The Raging Idiots, mine are usually 50 or 60. Unless it's a festival, then it might be 90. But they could have easily covered this. They could have done a Marty solo for 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then come back. So I like that. Good for the chicks. Uh, Class move. Hey, won't you be a little classy and come over here? Won't you give us a little call? Come on the show. You don't got to be a jerk to us. Uh, from the Daily Mail, a woman has a, Amy, this is a story I want to ask you about. Okay. woman has a heart attack. Yeah. Rushing for a gate change in Charlotte at the airport. Oh. Was this the woman there? Oh my there? gosh. No, I was at Raleigh-Durham, oh. RDU. Oh. Was that, so that was Charlotte? I mean, same state. Wow, dramatic same things state. happening. Yeah, good calling. Yeah. <laughs> and then Maybe with their in-depth analysis. <laughs> hey, geography. <laughs> Listen, that is crazy though. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's probably bound to have a heart attack anyway. That just induced it. Like, I don't know. Being late for a plane change is stressful. I know, but she was her heart was clearly headed for a heart attack. Here's the stressful thing about the airport: when you go and you're like, "Well, I get on this flight. I'm starving. It looks like I got about 53 minutes. Let me hop into this Chili's to go." And you sit down and and then you order, but nobody's coming, and you're like, "Now I got 41 (laughs) minutes. Nobody's coming. Well, now I got 22 minutes. Oh, here, sir. Here's your uh, skillet queso." Okay, cool. Can I get my... No, no, go on. My check? Oh, no. There's no check? Got, uh, yeah, we got fight. Let's get it. Ah! Oh, heart attack. <laughs> Stress. Yeah, some skillet queso. You can't pay for it. You're missing your flight. That's stress. Yeah. Uh, so, had a heart attack. Um, after a gate change during a chaotic week of travel, a concerned mother took to Twitter saying her 17-year-old son was among the thousands impacted by delays. 
Her son was flying to make the connection, but was met with two canceled flights. The traveler had a heart attack in front of her son after running to a new gate. It's unclear what happened to the woman who suffered the cardiac episode. That's from the Daily Mail. A child's hospitalized after being stabbed in the chest. What? By a catfish. What? Excuse me. The, The fin on the top. The top fin. They and they will cut you. Yes. If you know, we used to do a lot. We do a lot of fishing, and some for catfish. Catfish are kind of bottom dwellers. We would do. We'd use jugs. We do a lot of things. Growing up in Arkansas, you do a lot of things to survive, and you, there's a lot of ways. You take a big oil. You know, you buy a big thing of oil, hey, cut the bottom off of it, flip it upside ways. down, little tr- <laughs> little lot. Yeah, there's just things you do, right? Uh huh. So, but it was all. You got to be careful on catfish because they will cut you. I had no idea. A child's been rushed to the hospital as a trauma alert after being stabbed by a catfish. Pasco County Fire Rescue posted on Twitter saying the boy who's under the age of 10 was stabbed in the chest by a catfish. Oh, man. It's, it's like a barb thing in the catfish that's so hard and can, can be sharp, but it went about 1 to 1.5 inches into the kid's chest. Wow. The mom's, the boy's mom started driving her son to the hospital. He started having trouble breathing. They called 911. Uh, the boy's in stable condition right now, but just a reminder, because we probably have a lot of listeners that fish some or like to occasionally fish, and if you're going to try to catch some catfish, they can get you. They can get you good. Yep. Um, that's from Fox 13. All right, I feel pretty good about that. Your top three songs in country music. And number three, Jason Aldean, Trouble with a Heartbreak. That's the trouble with a heartbreak. It's gonna hang Number two, Morgan Wallen, Wasted on You. I've wasted on you. Number one, Parmalee, Take My Name. So take my hand, let me make you mine. I'm through waiting, taking my time. Congrats to those Parmalee guys. And number one, pop songs, Harry Styles, As It Was. You know it's not the same as it was in this world. All right, so you guys can call us if you'd like. 877-77-BOBBY. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash, 
alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots and Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. There was a brief period in my life where I thought a personalized license plate would be cool. I was like 19. I thought that'd be pretty cool. I don't anymore just because I don't want people going, oh, that's Bobby Bones' car. Let's key it. Oh, yeah. Let's bust the side mirrors. There's no hiding who you are when you have one of those. (laughs) Yeah. So you saw one? I saw a couple, actually. Yesterday, I saw one that was really interesting. I'd never seen it before, and it said divorced. (laughs) Like. That's a funny one. Like they were <laughs> proud of that. Are you sure it wasn't like an, a divorced attorney? Uh, attorney? <laughs> no, it just said divorced. And it was a guy in a convertible. And I'm, maybe it's like it's his way of telling ladies like, hey, I'm divorced. Come and get me. Who knows? Mm. And uh, Interesting. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, it's very interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Then I saw another one that had, it was like a, I'm assuming kind of like Lunchbox's car, a little beat up a little bit. And it said dad bought on it. That's funny. <laughs> I like that one. I, don't I like, like that taking one a too. shot at my car. Yeah, that but... one's funny. Well, you take shots at your car, so it allows okay. Eddie to do yeah, the same okay. thing. Yeah. Uh, anyone here ever had a personalized license plate? No. Did you want you want one too? I want one. <laughs> like what? Why don't you just get it? BBS MVP. Well, that'll really tell everyone it's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What's the point of having one if you're gonna? I mean, you want people to know. Yeah. But so that's you the would problem. get BBS, which by the way stands for Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> MVP. Yep. That's what you would put. BBS MVP. Yeah. Okay. Of all the things, that's that's what you would want to highlight. What if you don't work for the show anymore for some reason? Prom King. But PRM KNG. Love yes. it. Yeah. Eddie, you. What would you put? 
Oh, I don't. Daddy. Da oh, I got it. That's oh, creepy. That's hey, creepy. Daddy, <laughs> daddy 04. Da yeah, because I got daddy. four boys. Mm. Daddy. That feels a bit pervy, though. Daddy yeah, well, feels pervy. I mean, that's what they call me. What yeah, do you want me to do? Daddy for it. you. Not you. <laughs> no, no, that's different. <laughs> it's very different. S-G-R-D-A-D. S-G-R-D-A-D. -D. Oh. Great dad? Sugar dad. Oh, no, not oh. doing that. <laughs> Amy, if you had to get one, what'd you get? I don't know. I guess I would maybe just put something that would apologize to people if I'm cutting in front of them, like, Sorry. <laughs> B-D-D-R-V-R, -R, bad driver. S-R-Y-D-R-V, sorry, driver. That's funny. That's a good one. I, the easy one for me is Woo Pig, but yeah. that's so on the nose because I'm such a big Arkansas fan. That's got to exist somewhere for sure. I'm sh oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But I'd probably do C-N-T-S-E-E. -E. Oh, can't, can't see. see. I, I can't see. Okay. I, have, I have one eye, that, only one eye that works, and the other one uh, is color, <laughs> is, you know, colorblind as crap. So I'd go can't see. Everyone's gonna like stay away from you. Although that C and T could be <laughs> yeah, interpreted a different way. When, oh, it's just yeah, changing dude. up the vowel. That's yeah. not good. Oh, yeah, yeah. My brain. You know what? Both are accurate. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see. Uh, let's go to Casey in West Virginia. Casey, you're on the show. Tell me your story. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So when I got my first car, which is an 03 Dodge Neon, um, my dad registered it for me and got me a license plate that said Vermin because our soccer coach used to call us all Vermin. So I never picked it, but I loved it. But then everywhere I went, I had to explain to people why my license plate said Vermin on it. Vermin's interesting because I maybe my what I think Vermin is isn't what Vermin is. Let me look up the de actual definition of Vermin. Amy, take a shot at vermin. No idea. Okay. I, I, I no. think they're like dirty animals. Yeah, I was, I that's a, vermin. a little green. No, that's a var Okay, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I don't think it's a vermin. Okay. Vermin. Here we go. Uh, wild animals or parasitic, parasitic worms or insects. It can be harmful to crops, farm oh. animals. Oh. So I was kind of there. Rodents. Wow. That's a weird thing to put on, a dad to put on his daughter's license plate forever. Vermin. <laughs> that's like I'm going home. Uh, hey, uh, baby, got you a car. It's your 16th birthday. Oh, cool, Dad. What's the license plate? Oh, it says skanky. Um, so <laughs> oh, enjoy it. Also, it's a weird thing to. I like it though. Hey, Casey, thank you. And when did you change that out? Um, when I registered my car in a new state. But to this day, my soccer coach is my best friend's dad, and he still calls us Vermin. He'll call and say, "Hey, Vermin." So it's a pretty cool thing to have. I like that as a nickname. It's just tough on a car when someone doesn't understand the context. Mm -hmm. So uh, I appreciate that. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you listening. Thank you. All right, see you later. Cheyenne in Tampa, Florida. You are on the show. Hi, Cheyenne. Morning, studio. Morning. So when I was 16, I thought it would be great to get a personalized license plate that said MERP, like from Jersey Shore. What's MERP? I, I don't watch Jersey Shore. What's MERP, Lunchbox? You know? MERP? I don't know what MERP is. Will you spell MERP? Yeah. It was like M-E-E-R-R-P. It Wait. was just a sound they would make. They would go, Merp. Huh. So you're a big, big Jersey like, Shore fan? I was like, <laughs> I don't think that sound stood out to a lot of people. Huh. She's a, she, but she's like extra big fan, so yeah. she knows the inside jokes. So, and did people know what Merp meant? No. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure that's what they were saying? Yeah, because I've watched Jersey Shore and I don't remember Merp at all. I just, yeah. That's funny. All right, Cheyenne, I appreciate that call. And you changed it out when? She's like, I didn't. Um, if Holly D and I are married. 
when I got a new car when I was like 20. Oh, wow, four years. That's funny. All right, thank you very much. Hope you have an awesome day. <laughs> thank you. All right, here we go. Uh, the Merp Jersey Shore meaning. Anyone who watches Jersey Shore has undoubtedly heard the word Merp many times this season, it says. Here's what it means. Merp. What you say when there's nothing better to be said. An expression of minor disappointment. Huh. So, the, okay, the, <laughs> okay. this, this segment, Merp. Merp. <laughs> uh, there you go. Thank you very much. Let's go to Justin in Ohio. Let's switch it up a little bit. Justin, what do you want to say, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So, um, I was listening to your show about nine years ago, I think it was, and uh, you, you said a quote. I can't really say it for sure, but you said, uh, if plan A doesn't work, always make plan B to go back to plan A. And uh, at that time, I was going through schooling for to be a full-time firefighter. and uh, It took me on different paths, and I worked a bunch of different jobs. I wasn't happy, and uh, I've been a volunteer firefighter for years. And I was like, I really enjoy this. And, you know, I remembered you saying that if plan A doesn't work, go back to plan B and make plan B to go back to plan A. And, uh, well, I worked my first shift as a full-time firefighter next week, and I just wanted wow. to thank you for that. Next week? You're, that's hey, like, Come on. That's Good awesome. Come on. That's awesome. How do you feel about that? That's a pretty big accomplishment, man. Uh, it doesn't feel real yet. Um, really looking forward to it. So. You pretty buff? Like carrying up those? Like, I see those guys that carry that do the training up the little stairs. I can never do that crap. Do you have to get in really good shape for this? Uh, yeah, and, but I, I mean, I could be in better shape, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Humble, I like it. I like that. It's the kind of firefighter I want. When my house is on fire, I want a humble firefighter coming over. Be like, <laughs> I could probably put it out quicker, but I did my best, sir. That's awesome. Congratulations, man, Justin. I hope that hope it works out well, and you find fulfillment in your career and your life. And the fact that you give me a little bit of credit for that, yeah, I probably don't deserve it, but thank you. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Have a good career. Is that a way to end the call? That's good. Yeah. Have, yeah. have a good life. Yeah. Put out yeah. those fires. Yeah. 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 All right. See you, man. That's really brave and cool of you to do that. I, I don't have the guts to do anything like that. I think what I what I feel, and it's kind of, I don't know what I said exactly, but what I feel is, for me, is I always had plan A. And then when plan A didn't work, my plan B was to suck it up and work harder at plan A and get back to plan A because I knew that's what I really wanted to do. Um, and if that worked for him, that's that's awesome, man. Congratulations on that. Uh, let's go to Ashley real quick in St. Louis. Ashley, we're talking about a kid that got stabbed by a catfish earlier. Uh, there's, there's like a... a if you on a catfish, there's like a little uh, really hard like Bend. probe type thing yeah. that can cut you. What happened with you? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, I was at the Lake of the Ozarks about 12 years ago, and somebody that we were with, we were night fishing, and he caught a catfish. And when you pull it out of the water, it makes a grunting noise. So he put it up next to my ear, and I pushed his hand, and when I did, the catfish fell and went directly through the top of my foot, and I just started screaming, it's biting me, and trying to kick it off, and it stayed on my foot for at least a minute as I was trying to kick it into the water. I mean, Mm. you wouldn't think a fish would cause that much damage. Mm. But, so what, you good now? That's the worst thing. You good now? I'm good now. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's that's tough. If you go catfishing, Wear full body armor. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to be clear. I don't want to get sued. Yes. Uh, Ashley, thank you for the story. Hope you're awesome. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. All right. See you later. So how'd the conversation go, Amy? Well, first of all, just say that my daughter has taken over our Instagram account for our cat. She's not doing much work on it yet, but she's going to be the one in charge of it. She's only allowed to post pictures of the cat, not of herself, nothing like that. So she started to hop on my Instagram account to access this. 
and she is flipping through DMs <laughs> and she comes to me and she says, what is a sugar daddy? Because she got a message that said this. Hey, are you seeking a wealthy sugar daddy for financial support and online-based relationship with weekly allowance of $3,500? Note, nothing sexual. And so she's like, Mama. Hey, what's, what's that name, by the way? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I want to reach out into this. You know how she's all about making money. And so she sees this and she's like, well, let's figure this out. I can get $3,500 oh a week. Oh, so what do you tell her as a 15-year-old? What's that conversation? How do you describe a sugar daddy? Well, I just said that typically there could be sugar mamas too. I tried to include that. And that there are younger people called sugar babies that kind of don't have to do as, as much. They just kind of are there to hang out and do whatever. And they get an allowance from the person that has more money than them. Yeah. So you said just hang out. Like you're just. A- <laughs> yes, I just said hang out because some people do. Some yeah, but most don't. not. But most. Yeah. Not. Sure. I'm okay. Sh- some people. Right. But most, if you have a sugar relationship, I, I said it's it's oftentimes there's a power balance issue for it's not for us, me, her, our family. You come to me. <laughs> I'm your. I'm your sugar so you now she thinks you're her oh, sugar mama. Interesting. So now she's totally twisted and she thinks you're her sugar mama. Huh. No, but I mean, I think it, you messed that one up, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely an unexpected, interesting conversation to have, but she understood what I was saying right away, and she's going to steer clear of those messages. You just say it's it's a creepy old man who pays a young girl to be his girlfriend. That's I think is what I would say. Because by saying girlfriend, you don't have to say sexual stuff. Okay. Right? Wouldn't that, no, wouldn't that that's be better. a pretty good one? But I don't yes. know about creepy. Are they all creepy, though? That's exactly but what that's I was how I would say. Appro- okay, Lunchbox is sticking up for <laughs> yeah, you. You don't need to call him creepy. That's rude. <laughs> Th- that's how I would rude. approach it to a kid if I didn't want her to think it's a cool thing. Oh, it's not cool. I would use cool. those words. Yeah, no. Yeah. I definitely made it seem not cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Would not- you, Bones, would you say, no, 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 I am your sugar daddy. No one else. <laughs> I would never say that. Okay, all right. No, that's a weird thing even to go. No, I'm your sugar mama. No, I was basically saying to her, if you have needs, you come to me. That's also, <laughs> I understand it. Yes, I like it. You, you, you nailed it. You nailed there's it. There's no reason uh-huh. you need 3500 a week. Uh-huh. You're 15. Yeah. Like, just, there's nothing. No. It's just a terminology issue. Yeah, the fact yeah. that you, you said, no, I'm your sugar mama <laughs> yeah, is the weird part. And, now what are you, yeah. and you are going to learn to take care of yourself. Yeah. I like that. Good. Self-sufficient. Good job. Any other mm. awkward team? I think now, oddly, though, she walks away with, again, she's just a, like her goal in life now is to be the the one in charge. I'm like, no, no. She wants no. to make the money. She wants to make yeah. the money. Yeah. Any other awkward teen questions from her lately? Yeah. I don't know. Eddie, you with your teenager, do you guys have to deal with this? Where you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everything's awkward to me. You know, like usually when there's something awkward that comes up, I'm always like, ask your mom. She has the right answers for Eddie, that. Eddie, come on. And then I go to the garage and start working. Up. Act like I'm working. Eddie, well, what do you do in the garage? Nothing. I just, like, organize my tools. He just hides. <laughs> but, Eddie, you're the man and you have boys. Like, there's things they're going to want to hear from you, probably. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, we've already had the talk and all that, so all that stuff we're clear on. But that's on. not like a one and done. You're not like, we've already had the talk. I'm all good the rest of my life. <laughs> right. Eddie's like, a, he checks a box I and did, moves I did on with his life. Box. It's ongoing, because there's no way you said to him at whatever age you had the talk, things yeah. you would say to him at 15 or hey, 16. Hey, I did it all. Pee-pee, hoo-ha. Thank you. There Good night, you go. everybody. We're done. <laughs> That's it. And he even asked questions, and I answered them pretty well. I just can't imagine you did. I yeah. cannot oh, imagine. I can't imagine. No way. You You're uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. Okay. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. 
This story comes to us from Olmstead County, Minnesota. A 22-year-old is facing multiple charges after he's driving his motorcycle, and he's like, man, let's see how fast this thing can go. Got it up to 144 miles an hour. That's scary. When police pulled him over, they said, what are you doing? He goes, man, I was trying to cool off. It's hot out here. <laughs> yeah. That will cool you off. Where's, I mean, where's the lie? Yeah. I'd say that to the cop. Okay, where's the lie? It's illegal, but I'm not lying. Yeah. It was 95 degrees, and he said it was too hot, so he's trying to get a little wind in his face. I mean, he he wants to like, stop at a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Nobody won the Powerball last night, so we're up to 300 million bucks. So right now, it's 312 million. Probably will be a little bit more once more people hear the news and start jumping in. So, Lunchbox, you in this one? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll be in it. I mean, I'll be in. Were you in last night? Yeah, I'm, I'm in every night. Listen, I'm in. But if you, <laughs> what do you do, 100 bucks every two weeks? You yeah, but on some of these, like, I'll just go buy a couple tickets. But, you know, when it starts getting up 300, 400 million, then we got to start going 50, $100. Just, you got to go extra. So oh when gosh. these blow up to bigger amounts and they make the news, you're 100 bucks every two weeks. or what? What is your allowance? It's 150 bucks every two weeks. Okay. And then when these get big, I, I go over that. Like I'll get an extra 100, 150 bucks because you got to you got to go big on these big ones because man, that 500 million, woo, 300 How? million, 400 million. Let's say I came in tomorrow. Oh my, I would hate you. And I won. I don't have to win 300, but I won five millions. <laughs> oh, I would. Like really, what would your what would your emotion be? Disgust. Like because here's the thing: you win everything. No, so, no, no. I, I work at a lot of different Amy, things, and, and Amy, I fail a lot of things, but you don't hear about the, lo- the losses. Amy, in Vegas, where things are based on no, love. No, you only see the wins. You don't see, you guys are so, this is normal culture of you only see wins. We oh. see you win a lot, though. No, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. don't. A lot. Bobby, when, when's the last time you guys saw me do anything in Vegas? Okay. Honest question. Go ahead. Okay. I, well, saw you I saw you in the three months. last year. I mean, okay, months. and did I win anything? No, that one was bad. Exactly. <laughs> you guys just remember... The couple of wins, and you're like, oh, man, the guy's the luckiest yeah, guy they're ever. they're big. They're big. No, I, like- I remember about 10 years ago, we were exactly. there. No, no, no. Exactly. Exactly. 100 on red. 100 on red. It's and always it 100 amazing. on red. And left then- it out there. One yeah. again. Left it out there. One again. Left it out there. Well, I mean, he just kept stacking it up and up and up, and he won like six times yeah. in a row, and I was like... <sighs> Why didn't I leave it out there? Actually, one of the biggest victories was one time when I met you in Lunchbox in Vegas because I was there for work. But I that didn't was even 15 work years ago. Yeah, Amy, who, I was going to say it was 2005. Calm down. More than that. My you, point you is killing it. that the, 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 this is the culture. This is normal what everybody does. You only remember the wins of everybody else because it makes you jealous that you haven't won. In reality, everybody's pretty much winning the same amount unless you've oh. got your hook in the water more. Okay. You've been winning on DraftKings I'm lately, too. Yeah, I do pretty good on that, but that's yeah. game of skill. That's game of skill. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm excited get, for you. Um, so if I won, you'd be upset? I'd, I'd, I'd be pretty grossed out. <laughs> yeah. Grossed out? Like, just, like, that's so disgusting. Like, he doesn't need it. I need it. You don't need it. Well. You have, apparently, a spare 500 a month to blow on. Yeah. No, it's not you don't spare. need it. It's an investment. It. Anyway, it's up tonight. If okay. you guys want to win $300 million. Bye, everybody. Get your, get your Bobby Bones on. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. 